Ready to live at the higher vibrations, where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey, everybody. It's Robin Openshaw. I am your host here at the Vibe Show, and welcome back. You remember that not long ago, I did a three-part series um, that started with episode 110, How to Smell a Rat in the Health and Wellness Industry. And so episode 110, 111, and 112 were all about using your critical thinking skills to know what's best for you. And I kind of went through in those three episodes how I look at research Um, how I evaluate the hierarchy of evidence so that you're not buying in hard on something that there's really actually very, very little evidence for. Um, And today I want to talk about a fad that's going on right now that I'm really concerned about. And so we're going to deep dive a little bit into the microbiome tests. And so we've talked about a bunch of bogus stuff in an age where anybody can market anything, right? The, the internet has opened wide the amount of information that you're exposed to. And so you're being exposed to information, some of which is really, really valuable and it's really exciting and it's really great that you have more access to information, but it also means that you've got a lot more to sift through and there's a lot of bogus things that you could be wasting your money on and I would love to help you with sifting through what's worth your money and what's not. So some caveats today about the microbiome tests. And then I'm going to do another episode later, probably the one right after this, which is going to be about what sort of the ethical implications are um, and the loss of privacy issues about doing genetic tests like 23andMe. Because I think people get excited about these and they want they want to be like connected to long lost half sisters across the world or something like that. Or they have this kind of romantic idea of what's going to happen when they do those. But then what happens when, which just happened, 23andMe sells all of your data to a pharmaceutical company. So, but today... We're talking about these, I'm going to call them, I'm going to be sort of graphic here or not very euphemistic. I'm going to call them the microbiome poop tests, okay? Because that's what they're testing. They're testing your poop. So, and all of this is right on the heels of, I'm going to create a parallel here, of this news story that you're probably aware of, of Elizabeth Holmes. She started a company called Theranos about 13, 14 years ago, and she raised, wait for it, $700 million for this company that she dropped out of Stanford to found. There's a podcast about it called The Dropout. I haven't listened to it, but it's trending right now in iTunes. I think there's a documentary about it. Somebody is writing a book or has released a book on it, but you're getting my opinion here. I can't prove to you that some of these microbiome testing companies are frauds, or maybe all of them are actually, but I do think that they are frauds or at least they are built on shoddy science at best. And they're making inferences that are not scientifically grounded or supported with evidence. And I will share with you today why I think that. Okay, so in case you're thinking of getting your quote, unquote, I'm doing air quotes in the air, just imagine me doing that, getting your microbiome tested by sending your poop into a lab. 
Um, keep in mind that nobody had ever heard of the microbiome until 20 years ago. And really for lay people, and even for most physicians, it's really only been the last few years. So it's a tiny, tiny speck on the the time span of science, of history, of our understanding of what's going on in the gut. And these tests, which are uh, in order, probably the most um, well-known ones are Viome, Ubiome, and second day. I assume that second day is an allusion to the fact that you eat it today and then you poop it out on the second day. That's pretty gross, but this whole episode is going to be a little bit gross. But they all have this claim that based on a poop swab, or we could call it a fecal swab or whatever, they can give you a personalized prescriptive diet based on what your poop says to them. So I dispute that your poop test has the ability to dictate your ongoing diet or even your short-term diet. And I cannot find any peer-reviewed research to support this claim. And they say these tests can be predictive of your personal disease risk. While there's at least evidence regarding that, and there's at least correlation, I dispute that too. I dispute that there's a causative relationship there. The idea that a a poop swab can tell you much at all about your disease risk besides some generalities. And I will acknowledge though that the only thing that can probably diagnose with accuracy from a swab of your poop is whether you currently have some very specific active bacterial infection that day that you got that poop sample. And frankly, you could probably find that out a lot better with other tests, tests that don't involve doing something with your poop besides what you want to do with it, which is, of course, flushing it. So most of us at any given time, though, and this is kind of a caveat against the one thing that I'll allow that a poop swab can do, most of us are fighting some low-grade infection or virus uh, at any given time that our body will probably manage if we're healthy. One of my employees recently found out through some testing at her functional medicine uh, clinic, she found out that she had a low-grade infection, according to her blood work. Keep in mind, she was not ill, and her functional medicine doctor, of all people, wanted to put her on antibiotics. I couldn't believe it. The infection wasn't even causing her any known symptoms, but when when our functional medicine doctors are prescribing us preemptive antibiotics, we know that the line between functional medicine and you know, standard of care medicine or the drugs and surgery approach that the line between those two is getting really blurry when our functional medicine doctors want to put us on antibiotics and we're not even sick. These are the old tactics of standard of care doctors, the ones who have a pill for every ill and they completely ignore the consequences of uh, the drug prescriptions. So I was just talking in a Facebook page this week uh, in a, in a, private Facebook group of lots of functional medicine doctors about how women with hormonal problems are almost routinely these days by standard care doctors being put on the pill, whether or not they're at risk for getting pregnant or having unwanted pregnancy, they're put on the pill to manage hormone problems. That could not be more misguided. So again, this is what standard of care doctors do. Make sure you are aware if you go to a regular standard of care doctor, you know, the MDs, the ones that your insurance pays for, the ones in the networks, keep in mind that they are going to give you solutions like this. Nothing could be worse for your hormones than to take 
the synthetic chemical drug known as the pill. So back to the microbiome poop tests. It's really premature in 2019 or anytime soon really to think that we have enough information about our gut bacteria that we can use it to be predictive of many, if any, diseases. Okay. Now, if you get your poop culture back and they tell you that you don't have a wide swath of probiotic cultures in your gut, based on what your poop says, that you're vulnerable to lots of infectious illnesses, as well as potential chronic diseases too, like cancer, that there's no evidence that banning certain classes of foods, and see, this is where they're going to go. This is where Viome and Ubiome go. There's no evidence that banning certain classes of foods or specific foods can be inferred from one of your poops. Okay, so that particular poop that you sent into a lab might be indicative of what's in your gut right now, but this changes dramatically from day to day and week to week. So one of these companies, Ubiome, is in big trouble right now. And that's kind of what made me think, I need to do a, a podcast episode on this. They recently got raided by the FBI and the two founders got sent home and they're in, in trouble right now for billing issues with two of their tests. Their tests, Smart Gut and Smart Jane, um, have been disabled. They cannot even use them right now while the FBI figures this out. Um, the two founders are not allowed on the property. They've been put on administrative leave while the investigation is going on. And the issue is not about whether what they're doing is even legitimate. I don't think the FBI really digs into whether this is based on real medicine or real science. They're The fraud that they're being accused of is insurance fraud. So there is one, um, one of the tests that you can do that you can actually still buy from Ubiome and it's called Explorer. And you can do it at home without a doctor's involvement, but you can test like five different areas and it's $89 per area tested, or you can pay $399 for um, the entire test. And it's testing your gut, nose, oral, skin, and genital microbiome. So, I mean, that is interesting that we are now able to study the microbiome of the skin, the microbiome of the nose, of the mouth. So... Well, that is interesting. My main argument here is that we don't have the data to make very many inferences from that. So there's a guy named Jack Gilbert, who's a faculty director at the Microbiome Center of the University of Chicago. And he says that uh, many studies have been done or are being done of the microbiome in very small groups of patients. But he says that all we have is evidence of correlative relationships, not causative relationships. For example, a lack of diversity in the types of bacteria in the gut is thought to be associated with a bunch of different kinds of diseases. But the fact is, if you tell me that you have chronic constipation or diarrhea, if you tell me that you have chronic gas and bloating or difficulty digesting food, I can infer from that without you sending a poop swab in and paying somebody $400. Just from you telling me that, I can infer that you don't have the diversity of microbes in your microbiome. And I can also tell you that there's a 
a lot of published research that is not based on one bowel movement that you had that tells us that eating a much higher fiber diet and getting some good probiotic rich foods in your diet, that those are a good idea. This is the level of advice you might get from one of these companies that would actually be valuable. And by the way, they don't give you information like this. But guess what? You can already infer both of those pieces of advice just from your symptoms. If you told me that you took a lot of chemical medications, especially if you took antibiotics, especially if you use NSAIDs or NSAIDs, uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory painkillers like ibuprofen and Aleve, if you told me those things, I would be able to infer from that that you probably have caused wide swaths of healthy bacteria in the microbiome to be killed off. And so I would infer from that that the same uh, truths would be evident regardless of whether you got a poop test or not. So what I'm saying is, is that it's really tempting to think that our microbiome is so individual that I need a special diet based on what a lab tells me a different diet than everybody else. It's exciting and magical to think that whatever my poop says about me should dictate everything I eat for the next year. But truly, I think this is wishful thinking and not something worth your dollars at this time. I'm not the only one concerned that we know a lot less about the microbiome than you might think, and that it's premature to say that anything we learn from a poop test could ethically be used to prescribe you a highly personalized diet or to sell you supplements, because you know they're going to sell you supplements, right? You know that that's in the plan for these microbiome poop testing companies to sell you supplements. And as I was researching to do this, because I had my own opinion on it, but I wanted to do a deeper dive. So um, spent quite a bit of time looking at what everybody else is saying. What published evidence is there? Could I be wrong? Could I be a lot wrong? Could I be a little bit wrong? Are there peer-reviewed journal articles linking specific prescriptive diets to whatever somebody finds in a poop swab? I didn't find a darn thing, to be honest. Not even on the websites of Ubiome and Viome, these two biggest companies. That, that do the microbiome testing. I found PhD researchers who had similar concerns to mine, uh, and some of them have been full-time studying the science of the human microbiome, and they too are sounding the alarm bell about these companies. And why is that? Why should these companies not be jumping the gun? Because Like I often say, correlation does not imply causation. It's a very basic tenet of data, okay? It's a logical fallacy to think that because two things are correlated, therefore one caused the other. So if you get a test of the microbiome done and then someone makes inferences from that, how much can you really value that advice you're being given? With these tests and with the state currently of knowledge about the microbiome in general, so very up in the air, so very early in emerging science, there's no evidence anywhere that I can find that eating X or Y or Z food will have A or B or C specific effect in the complex and multifaceted microbiome. Now, we do know that eating starchy foods 
or foods with prebiotics give rise to a broader variety of these healthy uh, organisms or probiotics. And we also know that some disease states like Parkinson's or gut disorders are correlated with very low diversity in the microbiome. But just because those two are correlated does not mean that one caused the other. Maybe you have low uh, gut microbiome diversity because you have Parkinson's. Maybe you have Parkinson's because you have low uh, gut microbiome diversity, or maybe they both are caused by the same thing, but they are both symptoms. So about these companies, though, I'm really amazed that investors have given them tons of money. It feels like the dot-com bubble to me of uh, what the the early part of this century. And I kind of wonder if investors have heard a great pitch from the people starting these companies, but maybe these investors know very little about nutrition and how the science of the microbiome is so so very young um, and how, how little we're really going to be able to, to do to correct major microbiome imbalances in what these companies want to do. Okay, maybe you can, you can address the microbiome imbalances. I know you can, but I'm not sure it's going to be monetized by these uh, uh, companies that have raised tens of millions of dollars in order to be able to launch. And I'm going to tell you what some of their activities have been. And I think you're going to be just as skeptical about them as I am. You know, bottom line is the main thing we know about how to increase the the quantity and the diversity of healthy bacteria in the gut is to is to eat a whole foods 95% plus plant-based diet with a lot of starchy foods. So, my main point here is that I think we should stay grounded in the basics rather than chasing some expensive and entirely theoretical test of today's poop to dictate what we should eat for life. One microbiome expert I found in my research says that it might be possible to find out how the microbiome is affecting a specific person's disease or make tailored dietary recommendations, but he said that it would require much more data and monitoring over several months or even years. And to do that, a company would have to charge five or $6,000. One of these companies that you can get the poop testing done from even has a subscription program where you can send your poop in once a month for $59.95. Sounds fun, right? I don't think this is particularly useful either. Well, let me tell you about Viome. I think it's a big hoax too. And I'll probably get in trouble for saying this because some of my colleagues will listen to this and they'll be mad that I said this because the founder of it, I won't say his name. You can do a little Googling if you have deeper interest in it. But the founder of it has a long history of hoaxing people and bilking investors of billions of dollars. Again, I'm not going to say his name. I don't particularly know him personally. I've met him once, don't know him, don't have a dog in this fight. But Wikipedia goes into detail about his past with insider trading with a company called Moon Express, with a company called Infospace, where he was accused of and had lawsuits against him for deceiving the public by making a company appear far more successful than it actually was, that company being Infospace. Now, same founder founded Viome and has raised 
from what I could tell, $45 million in funding. Now, Viome has recently acquired a personalized nutrition service called Habit from, wait for it, yes, it's a processed food company called Campbell Soup. You're all familiar with Campbell Soup. What is Campbell Soup doing owning a software that spits out personalized nutrition device, selling it to the the poop doctors over at Viome earlier this year for an undisclosed sum. Now, the way Viome works, I'm going to talk a little bit about how all of these, um, the, what they all seem to have in, in common. There are plenty of critics if you start looking for them. Uh, but you were supposed to drink a nutritional shake and we couldn't find it online. We couldn't find the ingredients of this nutritional shake you're supposed to eat. And then the next day when you poop out the nutritional shake, you send in a swab of your poop and then they send you back recommendations. Well, guess what we found out? We couldn't find the ingredients of it. And so we wrote the company and they wrote us back and they said they don't even use the drink anymore. They just have you eat whatever and send your stool sample in. So this doesn't sound to me like any kind of settled science or even useful science when they're changing the whole protocol for testing so radically within one year. And I think they're looking for ways to monetize it and giving you uh, medical advice based on what your poop says seems to be the way they're doing that. So founder of Viome, back when he had founded Infospace, he was sued by many people. And then he sued a bunch of people in this in this big scandal back in the whole Silicon Valley dot-com bubble. He started up the company. They raised a ton of money without having any profit to show for it. Does this sound familiar? And then this company, Infospace, played some accounting games and they claimed they made close to $50 million in profit, even though turned out they actually had lost $250 million. They didn't make $50 million. They lost $250 million. They lost five times as much as they had claimed they made. And with that, and with many other sketchy financial dealings, the founder himself sold tens of millions of shares at its peak. And then, of course investors sued him. So anyway, you can read all about that on Wikipedia yourself. I didn't make this up. I researched it myself. But the point is, he's raised $45 million in funding for Viome, which looks to me to be a lot of promises and sizzle like Infospace was with little substance. So we don't know how much they paid for this personalized nutrition service that's based on artificial intelligence to tell you what you should eat based on what kind of bacteria are in your poop from one day. But with Ubiome, the other big one, the one that's in trouble right now with the FBI, I went to their science page, which tells you how many patents they have and how many they have pending. That doesn't really tell me anything about their efficacy or the validity of their testing or the validity of the recommendations they make based on the testing. They do have a list of their press releases. Also doesn't tell me anything about their validity. They have papers their employees have published, which appears to me to be correlating specific microbes with specific health conditions. Again, correlation doesn't imply causation. So 
what about Viome? What was I able to find out about Viome? Well, again, they used to, until very recently, send you a nutritional shake and then have you send in the poop that resulted from that. Now they don't do the nutritional shake. So they don't have any controls in place of of everybody who does the test ate the same food. That's gone out the window. And they don't even pretend to explain what the science is behind their methods. So you can go to it yourself and see if you come to a different conclusion than I do, but it's at ubiome.com. Well, this is, we're back to ubiome now, but ubiome.com slash science. Uh, you can learn more, but the way, the way you biome seems to work is what they will tell you is that the 16S technology takes a small sample of freshly wiped toilet paper and amplifies one particular sequence of DNA. So the 16S RNA gene found mainly in bacteria. And from that, they are inferring the high level makeup of your microbiome. Uh, one of the experts who is trying to deconstruct what Viome is doing says, Viome's website boasts a long list of peer-reviewed scientific articles that helped make Viome possible, but look closer and you'll see the details are generic publications from unaffiliated researchers with no hint at the methods used by Viome itself. The fact is, Viome won't give you any of the science or any documentation for its specific methods because it says it's all proprietary. That for me is a big red flag. It's like saying we could tell you, but then we'd have to kill you. Or we would tell you, but then our competitors would steal our trade secrets, which makes no sense because if it's proprietary, they should just patent it and then nobody could steal their trade secrets. So are you seeing the connection here to Elizabeth Holmes? Let me tell you a little bit more about this company called Theranos that she founded at the age of 19. The whole premise behind it was saying that they could be able to take a drop of blood, a pinprick test, and they could tell you kind of like anything you ever need to know about your health from a pinprick, a little spot of blood. And you know what? People gave her $700 million to fund this. The whole thing was a sham. The machine didn't work. It was a total joke. Supposedly, she was worth $4.5 billion. Okay? Feels very similar to the whole Silicon Valley dot-com bubble, doesn't it? She was on the cover of Forbes. She was named one of the most influential people in the world. Only problem is whole thing was fiction. It was entirely theory. The prototypes were a mess. They were silencing the employees who were seeing what a complete disaster the whole thing was. They were even going out into, I think, uh, like uh, not Walmarts, but Walgreens, I think. They were rolling out their machine. It wasn't working for anybody. And the whole thing fell apart overnight when it became obvious that the whole thing was the emperor's new clothes. So Elizabeth Holmes created a lot of buzz and a lot of excitement. She raised hundreds of millions of dollars for 12 years. She was jet setting with Bill Clinton and hiring teams of people and spending and constantly in the media and giving inspirational talks. She was the darling of Wall Street. She was the female prodigy from Stanford Engineering School after she dropped out and it was a total fraud.
Anyway, I honestly think that these microbiome tests are about as proven and about as useful as the Elizabeth Holmes fake blood testing promises. If I'm wrong about this, I'll be the first to eat crow. If you send in a poop swab and they tell you what to eat and what supplements to take after that and you solve your health problems with it, write me. I want to know. I'm going to ask you questions. I want to know. But I'm going to say to you that right now, with what I am able to find online from these companies, what they publish to their customers, to their shareholders, I believe it's the perfect case of the emperor's new clothes and it will be the next Theranos. I don't know why more people aren't screaming about this out there on the internet, but that's my two cents. I had to work pretty hard to find anybody who's even criticizing these companies, but I personally don't think you should wipe your butt and send the tissue into a lab. So if you want a little more detail on what they're trying to do, here's what I can figure out. The company collects a stool sample from you, which you mail in, and they run it through a software platform to analyze what microbes are in your gut and then theorize about what they are doing, those microbes, what they're doing to the food you eat. How your microbiome is treating your food can indicate, says the founder of Viome, can indicate what diseases you might be susceptible to. So what I'm inferring from this is that it's all so specious, so theoretical, so built on nothing more than consumer confidence rather than any proven science that I don't think that it deserves the tens of millions of dollars investors have put into it. And I don't think it warrants your $399 to send in your poop and then follow their advice. So Viome will tell you that there's no universal diet. Spinach, for example, might not be healthy for everyone because of the way your body processes it. So by doing all that, the founder and the company Viome claim, by doing all that, it can help you avoid getting diseases like diabetes or irritable bowel syndrome or even insomnia and depression. Here's the problem. Spinach doesn't cause cancer or irritable bowel syndrome or diabetes. It just doesn't. If you have a problem with spinach, there's an underlying problem that causes the reaction to spinach, not the other way around. Now, people with inflammatory gut disorders, and there are more and more people like that, ironically, likely from a poor diet for many years and medications that disrupt the microbiome, some people, a small minority, may be reactive to compounds in healthy foods. But it does not then logically follow that then we need this guy's poop meter and artificial intelligence to tell us we should eat an individualized diet that his test prescribes. I don't think what this calls for is some new artificial intelligence software to spit out what diet you should eat that they bought from the Campbell's Soup Company. When I was researching to do this episode, I found a guy who paid for both Viome and Second Day, which is another one of these companies that has sprung up in the last seven years to test your poop and tell you what to eat. And the nutrition recommendations for the exact same poop tested by two different companies was, this won't surprise you by this point in this discussion, was radically different. Okay, these are the two microbiome poop testing companies that didn't just get raided by the FBI, by the way, and their founders told to go home and not go into the office. I mean, both of these 
tests and the prescription for their diet that resulted, both of them told the guy he should limit coffee and alcohol. So that's consistent at least, but isn't it also kind of a no-brainer that they should tell everyone? You certainly do not need a poop test to be told to limit coffee and alcohol. But one of them told him that he could go for it and eat lots of dairy and milk. See, milk is just bad for human beings, period. So I take issue with this. Maybe if it's organic, maybe if it's cultured milk, and certainly for some, like African Americans are far more lactose intolerant than Northern Europeans are. To some extent, I'm sure Scandinavians and Western Europeans and Americans have adapted to generations of eating the milk of another animal, or I guess drinking the milk. But it makes no sense to tell someone to go for it with dairy. I mean, dairy is full of antibiotic steroids, hormones at best. One of the tests told this guy who was comparing results from the same poop from two different lab companies, one of them told him that his microbes love light beer and that he should drink lots of it. So drink lots of light beer. Okay, I don't get it. There's nothing good in light beer or beer in general, actually. So Viome when they combine the results of this nutritional challenge test, which now they've eliminated, but this is what their website says is you do this nutritional challenge test, drinking this shake, and then you combine that with your gut intelligence poop test results. Okay. So that's what they have on their website, even though they just disappeared one of those two things. Viome can then supposedly provide your ideal macronutrient ratio and make dietary recommendations that are unique to you. So they're going to tell you how many proteins, fats, and carbs to eat based on what was in your poop. Just like everybody else in the diet fad way of thinking that we talk about a lot on this show, these guys too are trying to get in on making money on telling people how many grams of proteins, fats, and carbs to eat. It's nonsense. As I've said many times, How many grams of proteins, fats, and carbs we eat is not where the story of health is told. It's far more about the quality, the specific sources of proteins, fats, and carbs that we eat than breaking down how many grams. So these guys running the poop tests are showing how very little or maybe not at all they know about nutrition. As I kept poking around, I found a professor from UC Davis who's looking at step three that Viome tells you to do, that step three is next, you get actionable recommendations delivered right to your Viome app. So you can begin implementing your microbiome shifting recommendations right away. You'll know exactly which foods to eat and which to avoid in order to support your wellness at cellular and molecular levels. Viome allows you to retest and check in with your gut whenever you're in need to make sure you stay on top of your wellness goals. Well, this is what this professor from UC Davis, Jonathan Eisen, has to say about that. The Viome material on Amazon is filled with completely misleading overselling of snake oil. In other words, they claim they can tell you exactly which foods to eat and which to avoid in order to support your wellness. So it sounds like I'm not the only one, even though I believe that there's a lot to come. There's going to be a lot more people who start speaking up about this over time. But right now, they're making a lot of money getting people to send their poop in along with a check for $400. So that's my two cents. My next episode is going to be like a part five 
of that three-part original series on how to smell a rat in the wellness industry. This was all about the microbiome tests. Next time, let's talk about the genetic tests, what you need to know. 